Welcome back to the newest edition of College Questions. I'm DJ. I'm Tarsha. And today we have our first triple threat special guest. Yes, sir. I'm excited about that. What? Oh, Tarshawn, you had a special way you want to introduce that. I apologize. What, how did we want to say it? Hey, this is the triple threat series. Triple threat the series. The first installation of the triple threat series. So this is where we bring in a guest to join Tarshawn and I. Absolutely. To, to bring light and wisdom into our questions to help us. Wisdom. And so I believe we have a guest with us today, Tarshawn. Hey, man. You want to tell our listeners who we got with us today? Man, not only am I not going to tell you who we got here, I'm going to let him tell you who exactly he is. I like it. Brother, who are you, brother? My name is Wes Akers. Uh, I'm five foot 11. Um, Come on. If I'm wearing tennis shoes, I'm about 215 pounds. But if I'm not wearing tennis shoes, I'm about like, what, 214.2, you know? And if the wind is blowing... Just a yeah. little bit. What does that How look many like? showers have I taken that day? Yeah, all that factors into yeah, it, right? Things like that. It's my guy right here, man. You know. It's my guy. Over since I've been here, man, it's been a, a few guys I've gotten close to, and Wes is one of them. Um I like it, man. I like this dude. I respect him as a man, first of all. A Christian is one thing that I admire about him. He walks with his faith every day. So I, I love this dude, man, and I really want you guys to to actually get a deeper uh, a deeper knowledge of exactly who who Wes is. And this question we got today, can I give it to him, Big Dog? I'm I'm ready. All I'm right. ready. So this question we have today is a question that when I when we when we figured out what when we thought of this question, you were one of the people that came to mind and the reason I'm going to give it to you, but before I give it to you, I'm going to explain why I gave it to you. Okay. Um, I think as far as I'm concerned and me, me and DJ's path are very similar, uh, but very different. But as far as I'm concerned, you, you, you from a different aspect have walked similar paths uh, to myself, uh, but being yourself in that. So I'm asking you the question is DJ give it to me? It what? just went blank, bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you. <laughs> By the way, it's worth people knowing we did not. Uh, I have no clue. West, what they're about West, to tell me that's exactly. He right. has no clue, no clue whatsoever. No. The question. I don't is, mess up. What is justice? Justice. Oh snap! Yeah, uh, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, <laughs> am I getting paid for this? Or? <laughs> What does it mean to you? Well, before we get this started, um, so Justin posted a picture of me uh, yesterday <laughs> as like a, supposed to be a secretive little deal. Um, one, I didn't put my head in it because Tarshawn told me not to put my head Absolutely in it. Absolutely not. One, not to show who I was. And I was walking away in the picture mm -hmm. holding an axe. Mm -hmm. I had my jacket over my shoulder and some gloves in my back pocket. Mm-hmm. I promise I've never killed anybody with an axe. Okay, <laughs> and I'm, I'm gonna say this before we even get to that, just to just to clear that up. Yeah, I sent that picture to DJ. DJ messages me back and is like, I don't know about this picture. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was so, like, can we get a little less creepy? Yeah. <laughs> it just had a creepy tone to it, but I was like, all right, we just well, gonna roll with it. <laughs> the, the the whole picture is my dad and I walking away. Because we look the exact same, like, if our backs are turned, except yeah. I have more hair than he does. Right. 
Um, and we had just split firewood together. Okay. Hey, I and like my it. wife took that picture. It's good. I like you, bro. So it's got some hey, sentimental value. Good, but man. then if you zoom in and take him out of the picture and then I'm just holding an axe. Yeah. I can see. And it's in black and white, you yeah. know. It got a little crazy, man. Yeah. It, and then black and yeah, black and white really got me too. And then, you know, Wes, you got some forearms on you, bro. So it just looked a little it looked a little <laughs> gnarly, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. But I, it was definitely mysterious, right? So we yeah. I guess mission yeah. accomplished. All yeah. right, so give it to us, man. I'm ready. What give is us your, justice. And you can go. The good news about our podcast, you take it any direction you want to go. All right. Your well, opinion. This is your opinion, My man. opinion. Well, let me preface it with one. Um if if we were to explain my ability to handle conflict on a grading scale for school, like A to F. Okay. I would give myself a D um, in the sense of I do not enjoy conflict. And um, <laughs> so I am high on relational. I want to be your friend. I want to be, I want you to know that I want to be your friend. Right. Um, I don't care what you're wearing, what you like to do. Where you're from, way out of why can't we just be friends? Kind of situation. I like it. And then when it comes to conflict, so there's a twofold deal on conflict. Um, so I have a the utmost respect for Jay, so I'm gonna use him as an example. Let's do it. Jay, he is good with conflict. To him, conflict grows the relationship, uh, in the sense of if there's something wrong, he's gonna address it. The conversation will get hard, but he's doing that in a sense of like it's just part of his personality and he's able to use that as growth in the relationship mm. my first instinct when it comes to conflict it is um oh snap this is hindering our relationship okay because you want to grow a relationship with me it's quality time and like let's do something hard together like let's experience mm. a hard thing in life together not a conflict you know what i'm saying right um and so I don't know why that is. My mom is like that. Okay. Um, I have, a, like, I guess a salesman side of me. I like to just be around people, talk, you know, things like that. And so uh, when it comes to just having conflict and, you know, you're asking what jo justice is, it seems as if there's a level of conflict involved in it. Yeah. In, mm -hmm. in, in, in yep, that, in that sure. word. Um, so if somebody, so the Bible says, do not return evil for evil but return um, evil with good. And yeah. then it also says, justice is of the Lord. Wow. Um, and so to me, I would have to put it on different levels of what justice is. Let's get into it. All right. So I'm married to a beautiful, tall, blonde-headed lady. Talk about her. Yep. We uh, met her in the eighth grade. That's a crazy story. Right yeah, there. I went to a basketball game with another young lady who, hey, she's a great young lady. Um she will never listen to this podcast, so I feel comfortable talking the story. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't even know where she lives now. Mm. But uh, I was there, but then my wife showed up, you know, 14-year-old, tall, blonde, and she actually looked me in the eye and had conversation with me, and I was like, ooh. Kind of got you a little bit. Yeah. Kind of. Like, what's this girl about? All right. And then, um, you know, a couple months passed, and then all of a sudden I'm getting a message on Facebook back whenever you had to log on to Facebook on your parents' laptop. It's crazy. Yeah. And, um... And I got her number, and I've yet to stop talking to her from that time. So, um, but so justice with regards to our relationship. Yeah. So let's start. This is the bare bare basic. Um, 
if we get in a disagreement, my wife and I, mm -hmm. and I know for certain that I am correct, <laughs> uh, which is I was about very, to say, how often does that happen? Very with? rare. Right. <laughs> about as rare as it is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or use this as an example, okay? Because okay. this happened before. We've been married for almost four years now. Side note, DJ did our wedding. That's, Great job. That's crazy. Yeah. Hey, man. Love yeah. you, he referenced, what's up, man? He referenced Rocky in our wedding, so. That's wild. Something I'll never forget. Uh, <laughs> I did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah, he did our wedding. I was his intern when I was in college, man. <sighs> we got to talk more, bro. I'm sorry, dog. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, so. Go ahead. If she did something wrong, like I know that I'm in the right here, and I've done this before, justice in my mind is I don't want to overpower her and convince her, I would much rather her it go wrong by doing it her way yeah. so I can say, I told you so. Like, my uh. way was right. So, like, <laughs> so rather than me being the bad guy of, like, uh, you know, overpowering her and getting my way, it's yeah. like, baby, I, this is, I, we can do it your way, fine. And we do it, and it doesn't go right. So is that sinful of me to have that kind of attitude towards my wife? Probably. <laughs> I much rather should have the conversation straight up honest with her and be like, hey, let's step back and think about this for a minute. Let's look at my way. Let's look at your way and create one way and make it work right together. So you have your input. I have my input. And then we have the Acres way of doing it rather than Tyler's way of doing it, Wes's way of doing it, and compete to see who gets it right. Right. And so that's one way I see justice in that level in my sinful nature. But real justice of if my wife was to do something ill against me, true justice would be she needs to handle that before the Lord, and there's nothing that I can do to bring justice to that moment. Okay. All right. So now let's take it to outside of my house. Okay. All right. Very basic sense of life. Somebody that I know that I would consider a friend or whatever the case may be, um, says something slanderous about me behind my back. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, obviously I'm not there. It's behind my back. I don't have ears in my back. So, <laughs> but say the person that hears it comes and tells me. Yeah. Um, so we go back to my personality. My personality is not going to be to go call them and be like, hey, why did you do that? Wow. Um, it would be to, uh, get in my feels like man why would they do that that right. makes no sense to me why mm. why would they um i thought that they knew me better than that or mm. i thought that they like you know whatever the case may be justice in my mind at the knee jerk right then and there would be um for me to find an opportunity to be around them and just overkill with wanting to talk to them of like hey man how's it going man how's your wife doing or how's your whatever going Man, what about this, this, and this? And just overpower them with like talking and make them talk to me mm. so that they can feel guilty for what they said behind my back. So uh, you're not necessarily talking to them. Not out of kindness, not out of really wanting to reconcile this relationship. But it's coming at them like it's kindness. So I'm, yes. Yeah, so like I'm hiding behind the. That's crazy, Wes. Um, that's wild. Which I'll be honest, I haven't done that to either one of you guys. And I couldn't really tell you who I've done it to in the most recent. I don't even know. But I know I've done that before. Um, 
And so, so is that, is that ill intention of me to do it that way? Probably so. So what would real justice be? Well, Matthew 19, I should call that brother or whoever said it behind my back and ask him, hey man, why, why did you say this? Right. Or, hey, I heard that from, from so-and-so that, that you have said this. I wanted to ask you, man to man, did you, did you say this? And take them at their word. If they say no, then I say, okay, well, I appreciate you answering my question. I apologize for, you know, even listening to the, you know, that I would even think that you would say it. Or if they do say, yes, I did say that, then we can go from there of, man, can you, can you tell me why you said that? Or, yeah. you know, man, I apologize, apologize that you think that or whatever the case may be. So actually yeah. handling it one-on-one and then taking the Matthew 19 process from, if it doesn't go well there, take a brother with me and then so on and so forth. I got you. Um, Rather than trying to hide behind a facade, gotcha. um, mm-hmm. and then all right, next level. Somebody does something bad, like they hurt my wife emotionally or physically. Wow. Uh, my mama. Yeah. They they kill my dog boy. Oof. Ooh wee. Yeah. Um, or something like that. Something very just heinous. Mm-hmm. Um. How do I respond then? You know, you hear these stories of of people granting forgiveness in the courtroom, saying, I forgive you for doing this. So that, I guess, what was it? Uh, when that cop accidentally went into the person's apartment and shot his older brother or older sister, something like that, and he was in the courtroom and says, I, I want to say that I forgive you. Um, I just want you to know that, that Jesus loved I yeah. forget when that, that was like last year maybe. Right, right, I'm you know, with you. Yeah. Um, that looks good and that sounds good, and you always say, man, I hope I respond like that if that case comes. Right. But at the knee jerk, if you were to corner me and if it was really to happen, would I have a hard time keeping my hands off of that person? Hmm. You know? But is that sinful? Is that a broken response? And, and I think that's where I've been waiting for you to get to. This is why I called you all. It's because yeah. of that right there. Um, that one. I don't, bro. Are you, let me, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to stop you. No, that, that's. That was it? Ahead. Yeah. All right. So. Obviously, the question is, what is justice, right? DJ, you got something? No, I'm just listening right now. All right, you all go right. ahead. DJ over taking notes. No, he does He does this all the time. It's crazy. Yep. But um, anyway, so obviously, I'm, justice to me has changed over the course of about five years. Okay. Um, and it's just because, like you said, your dog, your family, right? Yeah. Um. And it's so I'm so I'm stuck in a in a situation because so many times as a Christian, as a Christian man now, my mind is different, right? The mm-hmm. way I look at things and I perceive things has to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always give people the benefit of the doubt. Yep. You know, like I oh, always yeah. want to believe the good in the person Same. that I'm looking at and that I see, uh, whether it be around me or on Whatever I want to be- I want to believe that that person is good. Mm-hmm. So we look at the legal system. We look at justice. And we that's justice. Like that's the that's the justice I'm I'm coming at. I'm looking at right now, and I I can't say what is justice for a person that took your wife's wife. I mean your wife's <laughs> life. That's crazy. I got tongue tied. You what is what is justice for a person that took your wife's life? Mm-hmm. What is justice like when it was an accident. Mm-hmm. 
some legit accident. I didn't I didn't mean to to do it. I thought she did something, and I thought she was gonna take my life, so I took hers. Mm-hmm. Is how how does Wes the man? Because mm. we just talked about you you just broke it down. Mm-hmm. So how does Wes the man say, hey, justice is 40 years. Mm-hmm. What if they tell you they locked that same man up for 40 years? Mm-hmm. Does that justify your wife's life for anything? Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? Yep. Um, all right. So, uh, so with regards to... Um, yeah, go ahead. I would even say the things that have happened in our country over the last couple of years. Let's talk about it. Um, I cannot give you a. This is what I think about this, blah blah blah, because yeah. I do not know all the information. We don't. I do not know. I wasn't there. Yeah. Um, I kind of shy away from watching the news because all it does is make you kind of sad. It you does. Know? Um, and so I, with regards to those things. I can't give you a full like, man, this this was right. This was the right response by either side yeah. because I do not know all the information. Yeah. Um now, if I put myself in the in the shoes of something happened to someone that I loved, um, and and it happened, um, and they were killed and 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 or something bad happened to them and there needed to be justice needed to be happened that way, there's a twofold deal. So one, you have the legal justice system that is set in place that it just has to happen. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing I can stop it from happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would like to hope that the the whoever came to the scene at the time, the police officers that were there first, mm-hmm. they do it correctly. Um, and then whenever it gets into the judicial system, I would like to hope that the the judicial system, the judges and the things like that, they would handle the business the right way, correctly, yeah. honestly, fairly, and mm-hmm. their and their uh, oh, spectrum of handling it. I would like to hope that that happened, um, and that is something that I cannot control. I got you. I can't. I can't say you need. They need to do it this way, or they need to do it that way. But I can't because. They're trying to do their job, yeah. and that is their job. And one, I I don't have a law degree, or I'm not a judge. I'm not a, um, you know, the guy that was there on the scene handling the as a police officer, or anything like that. Um, so I, those are things that I can't control. Right. Um, so I can't say this person needs this justice that way. Right. I can't. I can't say that because it's out of my hands. Right. And whatever they get is not going to bring back my loved one. What I would hope to see is justice is whoever did that ill-intentioned thing would look me in the eye and say, I was wrong, I repent, and I am sorry. Man. Um, and then again, can I control that? No. And will that, will that erase it, right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I, no, you, I think for me, what I keep thinking about is, and Wes, I I think you hit on something that's hard when it comes to these issues of justice. And I love, by the way, and that's what I was taking notes on, that you kind of hit something that I thought was really cool. And a pretty powerful perspective, you've got justice inside the home, justice outside the home, and justice when it comes to outside circumstances that impact what's inside of my home. 
And then you could even flip that around and say justice that's what happens inside my side of my home goes out into the world mm-hmm. and impacts for better, for worse, right? Like all four of those things are at play mm-hmm. and that's really powerful. I think what helps me with this discussion is understanding from a foundational standpoint, do I believe God is just? Mm-hmm. And then if so, how do I reconcile all the injustice that happens? Right. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. And I think what you, the observation you made about no matter what happens, this person isn't coming. If someone's killed, yeah, they're not coming back. So mm-hmm. in, in some ways, there's a true justice that can never be served because an unjust thing happened that can't be taken back. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, can things be redeemed and, and learn from? Yeah, absolutely. And that's what we hope. However, I mean, to that person, like they're gone. Yeah. And that I think, I think foundationally it helps me to remember the big picture of this, which is I do believe God is just. I also believe it's a broken world, which means there's going to be a lot of injustice in the world, not only from uh, non-Christians, but sadly Christians. Right. Mm. And there will come a day, as Greg has put so perfectly, I think when he did the Heaven series, that there'll come a day when Jesus comes back and puts everything into its rightful place. To me, that's justice. That's going to happen at some point. You're right. Now, until then... It's messy, right? We got and and God even in His Word, you see examples where He established judges. You know, where like mm-hmm. to to do what to to bring justice. I, you know, y'all know who I think of. Who are the two women uh, that were fighting over the baby? And wasn't it Solomon they came he to? Said, yep. And yep. what he say? You remember that one? Cut it in half and give one to each. And then and what and then the one woman said, No, 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 no. Let her have it. You know what Solomon realized? That's the mama. Because yeah. only only them, and I was like, man, that's cool. Like he like that. That's some wisdom to know. Yeah. But sadly, what we're getting to is a lot of people don't have wisdom of God. They don't have any wisdom at all to help bring justice to some of these situations. So it becomes tragic. The the hardest thing for me to watch, man, is to see a a world that that just is not willing to want that baby that's willing to say hey that's my baby too mm-hmm. like it's not and you know i get the book i get that that like if if solomon said that to, to me even though i know that's your kid i'm willing to tell you hey you have it that's yeah. your child but that's yeah. my baby too and it's when we get to that point where when that life is just as important as our as yeah. our own yeah that's that's when we're in a, and I think at the point where we are now uh, as a world, not as Christians, but as as a whole world, and it, it's as the United States. I'm not even going to world. I don't know what's going on over there. I ain't never been outside of the United States. But uh, as as far as <laughs> as far as the whole world goes, I mean, as far as the United States goes, I feel like if we ever get to the point where we're thinking that way, then I think people will t- think twice before we just go for reaching for weapons to kill instead of understanding the situation. But at the same time, this is why I love law enforcement. They are there to protect and serve. Mm-hmm. That's that's their job. Yeah, mm-hmm. They signed up to, if need be, lay their life down for a person to save yep. them. Yep. My dad did 20 years in the service. I respect that. Right. Mm-hmm. 
with that being said, you need to know that you know that you know before you go to your holster. Right? Like before yeah. you pull that. Because yeah. a bullet is unforgivable. It don't, it yeah. don't care about nothing. It don't got no yeah. name on it. It's going to yeah. take and then you gone. Yep. That takes somebody's dad, uncle, son, whatever, grandmother, out the picture, grandfather. Takes them out. Right? We've seen that. That's not a race thing. That's not, I'm not talking, I'm just saying that takes them out. Oh, yeah. So with that said, I feel like. It's been too many times where it's been a oops. You know what I'm saying? It's like, ah, I thought. Ah, I figured. I, it looked like. You need to know. Because that person will no longer be with us. And I get what you're saying because, not y'all, I'm talking to the whoever it is is taking the line. I get what you're saying. It could have been me. Like, what if that was me? What, yeah. if they, what if he got, they got to theirs before I got to mine? I'm gone. Like, what if that happens? Mm -hmm. And I think right now we're at this point where I was watching the news, which I rarely ever do, but I was. Anyways, um, and they, they had a guy with uh, army fatigues on. He's in his car, and apparently, don't quote me on this, but apparently he drove. He got pulled over. The co cop turns his lights on, lights him up, and uh, they, the guy drives couple miles down right not speeding just drives a couple miles because he was trying it was dark he was trying to get to a well-lit area mm -hmm. this is an african-american male uh come to find out he was a lieutenant mm -hmm. you know in the army yeah when you got to that car as an officer i no longer see this is when i knew the world was kind of this is it just happened this is when i figured out i was like we in some trouble like we got some issues at hand. Mm. All them lives has been taken. I'm just now saying, hey, this is an issue. Yeah. You know, um, they asked him to step out the vehicle. That and he went to a well-lit area. He never drove off on. He pulls over, has a seatbelt on. At that point, when if you're an officer and you see this brother in fatigues, in my mind, we here. There should be an understanding. Yeah, there's a mutual respect. Yeah, I respect you, man. Yeah. Like, I see that you would take you would take the same bullet I would take for you, you would take for me. That's what that's saying. Mm -hmm. So instead of doing that, they ask him to get out. They pepper spray him in the vehicle. After he asks him who he is and what, what rank are you? Why does that even matter? First of all, I don't know. But he asks him that. And then he they asked him to get out of his vehicle, and he was trying to talk to them. He was trying to understand. There wasn't any aggression. Mm -hmm. Just trying to understand. And they get really, really aggressive with it. I think we just need to do a better job of training. I love law enforcement. This is me. I'm an African-American male. I'll tell anybody that. Like, people people will, there are some places, yeah. I, if I say that, I am an Uncle Tom. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I am not the person. There are people that don't mess with law enforcement and don't mess with nobody that does. Mm. I love law enforcement, bro. Mm. Like, this is not nothing to play with. Like, I, I respect it, mm -hmm. and it's real to me. But we got to train, man. We can't, you got to train these guys. Yeah. There was one situation and I don't know if you guys, I'm like you guys, I, I'm kind of, I'm similar to you guys that I don't watch the news a lot, but at the same time, I do want to be in the know. I don't want to be in the dark or live on Hell some yeah, island right. disconnected. So then there's that balance of how do I stay connected, but not, man, it's so hard that that's a whole different discussion. But 
there was a situation at a, a fast food restaurant right. and I, I can't even remember what transpired, but what I do know is, um, there's some guys I follow that are like, I'm completely like, I have no clue about law enforcement and what the training that goes into it. But what these guys were saying was admitting what you were saying, which is training to learn even how to deescalate situations. You know, yeah, that that's a thing, right? Like, how do I do that? And can you imagine, like, I can't imagine what it's like to show up to a situation and you're trying to read all these things. And, you know, now all of a sudden something tense is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what kind of training they do. Right. I have no clue. Right. But obviously it's something that if you look at these situations of injustice, it would be nice, Wes, as you were saying, like if you want these things to take place, are we willing to evaluate and go, okay, this this was a failed area, so wh- where did where did we go wrong here? Mm. Like how does an officer in, in relation to George Floyd, yeah. how does he how does how do even the officers standing around him allow him to have a knee on the neck for that long of a time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like here's a case in point. If to you, you know, you were saying this. Tarshawn did a that a an officer signed up to even give their life if they need to. Right. Also take a someone's life if they are about to take someone else's uh, life, yeah, right? Absolutely. He was posing no threat. Absolutely. And that's the biggest heartbreaker to me with that whole situation. He was there was no threat. Mm. Yeah. And you know, I don't know, I don't have the answers, but I know at some point I hope somebody is looking at that going, okay, this officer was doing this. There were other officers standing there that didn't recognize what was happening, mm-hmm. what went wrong. Mm-hmm. Were, were, I mean, there's options. I don't I don't know. But I know justice now, like there's a man's life that's gone that we can't get back. So what do we do? I, I mean, that's the injustice that I hate for that family. Yeah. He can't come back. Now, what can we do? Well, hopefully we're willing to learn and explore some of those things and go, okay, that we can never have another officer think that like they got to know how this stuff works. Yeah. You gotta have other, everybody's gotta be trained with that. And, and now and now that's somebody's daughter, that's somebody's dad. That, he has a little girl, bro. Man, after that happened, I I was watching the, I don't know what station, but uh I usually flip back between Fox and CNN because I like to get a good balance, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think they had I think CNN had this guy on and he called this African American dude called in and he trains Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Right. And dude just broke down. He was crying and he was so passionate about understand. He understands. I do jujitsu. Right. So I understand blood chokes. Right. I understand single blood chokes, double blood chokes. I get that. He does too. And he was passionate. He was crying because he's like, man, if this, if those officers understood jujitsu, he would have known. Right. You can't do that. He and, and he was so. So, yeah, there are definitely things I think we can do. As that guy pointed out, he's not even an officer. He was just like, look, I'm trained. I know. I know better. Yeah. He he. Our our officers can know better, mm-hmm. but I know that's what you what you think about. All that, right, Wes? so going back to even just the topic of justice, and yeah. we can lump all this in together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and if we're wanting to get wisdom on what justice is, we go all the way back to the very basis, and this is what I'll hold to till I die. Go ahead. The Bible says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, um, and so. Submitting under the authority of the Lord, yeah. understanding his wisdom, and then basing your life, organizing your life off of what is true based off what he says is true, going from there. And so, you know, going back all the way back to what you said about hoping that one day everybody said, well, that's my kid. You know, like that's, um, that will never happen um, because 
lost people are going to act lost. Lost people are going to think lost. Um, could lost people do good things? Could lost people do kind things? Absolutely. Um, but the overall wisdom and the overall uh, worldview and the overall organization of their life is not based off of the things of God. Um, and so there will always be a fracture and a brokenness um, in our society until the day that Jesus comes. And if you look over the history of our world and the history of empires, the history of um, even, anything, yeah. it's never heading towards a state of euphoria. It's always heading towards a state of chaos. Yeah. The farther and farther they get away from the Lord, the more way of chaos they're going. Um, and so at one point, Babylon was the greatest place to live until the Persians came and killed them off. And then the Persia was the greatest place to live until the Greeks came and beat them. Yeah. And then Rome was the greatest place to live until they fractured and they broke down. And then you have the um, your Asian dynasties, the the Mongols. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you go on to Great Britain. They had an empire that the sun never set on. And now they have an island, you know. Um, and America is the same way. And so until people choose to repent of their sin, give their life to Jesus, yeah, man. be sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, and walk in the fear of the Lord, they will never be able to um, understand how to give true justice, like what true justice is. Yeah. Is there a legal route? God says in the book of Rome, the Bible says in the book of Romans that like our judicial system and leaders and all these things were set in stone by like God created these things. Wow. Um, like for our good. So us having police officers is for our good. Uh, my uncle, who now lives rock throwing distance from my parents' house, has been LRPD for my whole life. And then before that, he fought in Desert Storm. Like he's, he's one of those guys. His, both of his brothers are LRPD. His sister works for LRPD, you know. Right. So like it, they're all in the ring. And my uncle, like he, I mean, you know his son. Hey, I mean, they're great people. Like they, right. you know, um, he has no intentions of ever um, never, you know, doing anything wrong. Right. If anything, the, the things that he hates the most that have happened in his tenure as a police officer are the shootings that he's been involved in. He's like, man, I hate it. I don't, right. it but it had to happen, you right. know? Um, and, um, but in order to completely understand justice and how we can give justice or, or respond in a just manner, um, as a whole, as our country as a whole, it will not happen until people uh, fall before the Lord and say, we submit to how you desire for us to live. Yes. And Go so um, now yes. now us three in this room, yeah. we can choose to do that um, because we are all born-again believers, right. sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. We have the same spirit within us that raised Jesus from the dead. Yeah. So we have the same Wisdom that wrote the scriptures. Like we have that. Mm -hmm. um, so if the moment comes for us to be in a situation um, that has happened in our society over the last few years, then we can respond in a godly manner. I got you. I can't control um, anybody else. And if I choose to walk down a road yelling and screaming, saying this needs to happen, 
it's probably not going to happen because I can't control anybody else. Right. But I can control myself. I can choose to obey the Lord myself. I can choose to share the gospel with people and hopefully allow the Holy Spirit to convict them of sin and righteousness, and they choose to begin to walk with the Lord. But I cannot control how other people act or how they respond or or how I am treated by a police officer or, or even how police officers treat other people. I can't. I can't control that. Yeah. But I can I can control my actions. Mm. And so with regards to justice and even into the reconciliation with race and things like that, um, I can control how I act to people of, of a different color than myself. I can love them just the same as I love people the same color as me. Yeah. I can control me. But I cannot control others. Um, and so when I uh, when I when I talked to DJ about you coming on here, uh, you're you the respect is not of just you are a Christian and that, that is up, that's understood. I think what's gonna <coughs> what's gonna come out out here on these podcasts is that you're gonna find out that we we, we have a lot of we we hang out with Christians. Like we 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 hang out with believers and a lot of times when we when we sit down on these podcasts, these people are gonna be Christians. Mm-hmm. Um with that said, the other reason why I wanted you on here is because I've talked to you off 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 this podcast and you've shared things with me that if you didn't know black folks, you wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's things that you've said that if if you didn't know about the culture I come from, you would, you had to have hung around somebody that was, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you've had to have done it. So with that said, I know for, for a fact that you would understand this question um, in that sense. But what I knew was going to happen was that you were going to, you were going to break it down scripturally. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I personally wanted to hear from you. Um, which was which you've nailed it, man. I, I think I think we have to all be on one accord spiritually. As far as the world is never gonna be perfect. The world is never gonna be perfect. But somebody trying to holler at DJ. Yeah, it's all good. We good. The world is never gonna be perfect. It's never gonna uh make sense. Uh, we're never all gonna be on the same page. But until until God, you know, God comes back and puts everything in his in his place. Um but what a time do we have to try than right now? Mm-hmm. So I would say, um, so obviously I'm going to be biased towards our church. Come on. Would you say that we're trying? Absolutely. So we have a missions banquet that we have every spring. We even had it last year. The last thing we did before COVID ruined everything. Um, <laughs> but we had it this year. And we have a set goal or a set amount that we designate to missions. Um and in one night, we raised over 130 grand for missions, and that's from things that happen that we do all the way in the Middle East, uh, continent of Africa, Europe, uh, Southeast Asia, to San Diego, Tijuana, uh, wherever else. To all the way back here. Yeah, and then all the way to here. Um, and so, our church has fingers and hands everywhere. Um, it is sharing the gospel, training others to share the gospel, training pastors, discipling, training others to disciple, 
um, with, I, I guess it would be almost every continent except Australia and right. Antarctica. Right. Um, and then even in our own town, right. we're planting a church. Uh, well, I, I would say it's already planted. I mean, right. a church in the dirt that's Center Valley that is a rural community. Right. Um, that kind of vein of life. Right. Um, and then we're beginning to plant one at the Boys and Girls Club, Absolutely. which is the 180 from that. Absolutely. Um, and so you said, what a time to try. I would argue that I am thankful to be a part of a place that is. Absolutely. And we're trying in the way that I explained earlier that the only way that anything of this, of this quote-unquote justice or, or things like that would happen is if people are um, totally taken over by Jesus. Love that. Um, I love and that. so, um, if we want to see Russellville Come turn on. to a place uh, that desires reconciliation, desires to love one another, yeah, um, desires to see anybody and everybody ha- have successful marriages, successful homes, Come on, Wes. Um, successful just like day to day life, <sighs> it's only going to happen until. We learn, we come, we fall in love with Jesus. Jesus yeah. says, they will know that you are my disciples by the way that you love one another. Yeah. And the word that he used for love was agape, oh. and that is unconditional love. So they will know that you are my disciples if you unconditionally love one another. And whenever, so we were doing, we're doing a study with, on Tuesday nights and then Friday mornings with two different groups of guys. Tuesday nights is the kind of the younger crowd in our young adult ministry um, and also getting um, some of the, a few of the young men that are in Justin's college ministry that are coming to that. And then the Friday morning is kind of the older side of, of the young adult ministry, guys with kids, you know, they can't make it on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And we've been going through John 13 through 17. Jesus says the word agape 37 or 38 times in that one night conversation with his disciples. Um, and as I was studying and preparing the questions and the, the Q&A for all, the, for all these studies, I felt convicted in, in the sense of, I'm in charge of these studies, and I'm Larry and I um, are in charge of the young adult ministry here at FBC. If I looked everybody in the eye that would consider themselves a part of that ministry, could they say Wes agapes me? Wes loves me, like hey, he's got my back. Yeah. Could everybody say that? Um, and that was a convicting question. Have I given the same amount of time and effort to every? Obviously. Young ladies, I'm not going to like <laughs> go hang out with them. But you know what I'm saying? Like they're going to know that I care about them yeah. and my wife cares about them. Right. Um, so if we want to see true justice take place and it start right here in our own town, it's going to have to be until people are completely enraptured by Jesus. Come on, Wes. Because then and only then can we bear fruit and they will know that we are his disciples if we agape one another. That's good, man. I think. It's interesting, man. That I love. I love what you're saying. I, what's the verse, Wes? You may know that. What is it, Micah? I want to say three six. That may not be right. But what is, what does the Lord require of you? You know, to love mercy, to act justly, and walk humbly with your God. Yeah. I think, and, is it Micah or Malachi? Uh, I don't know. It's in the I Bible. Thought it was. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I could be wrong. But it's one of those. So. I think it's interesting, man, because obviously with God, you've you've got a just God who sees all this injustice in the world. And by the way, we've only scratched the surface of what, maybe two of those? I mean, you got some horrific injustices in the world, right? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. 
what's beautiful about the body of Christ, I believe, is that the body's able, I can't help every single situation on the earth. Like I can't do that. Right. But what can I do? Well, if I know God and if I'm paying attention to his word and he's telling me, hey, love mercy, act justly, that means I'm paying attention to justice versus injustice. I should be aware of these situations. I shouldn't be blind to those. And then I'm also asking the question, God, out of all these things, what's he given me? What's he opened up a door for me to bring light to? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what? what is that for me? And I think what would happen if every believer were willing to ask those questions and were actually aware of the injustices in the world? A lot of people just have a blind eye to them, right? We would rather just live kind of in our little world, mm-hmm. right? And so am I willing? Because that's it's hard. I mean, it's gut-wrenching. Yeah. I'll be honest with y'all, man. I, I think to be willing to face injustice, again, there's a lot of those. And they're horrific, man. You know, I think there's a beauty in the body in the sense that if you take any group of believers, I think that group of believers can start to make a huge impact on these issues. Not because everybody's behind one thing, but because you take those people and they spread it out. And also now you got people working with sex trafficking and racial tension and uh, my goodness, man, what else? We, abortion. I mean, it does the across the board, you've got these things happening that are horrific, man. And to look in and really look into any one of them is extremely difficult. But what else does it mean if, if I'm going to act justly? That means that I'm willing to face injustice. <sighs> I've got to be willing to stare it in the face and be like, all right, this is not right. To your point earlier, Wes, I love how you broke it down to inside the home conversations. Am I willing to do what's right? If we're really boiling it down, is is recognizing situations that are wrong, and am I willing to do what's right? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, that's going to start with a conversation. Even in, no matter what issue we talk about, if if I'm going to bring light to it, it's probably going to start with a conversation, right? Right. I love that man, and I love, I love the beauty of God's design in that while this world is broken, and while these situations are horrific and and it's hard to look at them. I love how God has opened up doors for his children to bring love and light to these situations. Mm -hmm. And it's also interesting to me that it says uh, to love mercy, you know um, what the difference between grace and mercy, grace to be given something you don't deserve mercy to not give you what you do deserve. Right. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Did I get that right? I forget what it is. Somebody, anyway, it's hard to recognize that, but um, grace is to give you what you don't deserve. Mercy that's right. is to give you what you don't. What you that's I had it backwards. Give you what you do deserve. Mercy. Yeah. So I I thought. Do y'all remember the situation with the um, who was the uh, the gymnast dude who was like sexually uh, abusing all his athletes? Y'all Olympia, remember this? This Olympian, uh, yeah, the coach. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so you want to talk about? That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, we got like. For me to listen to some of that, it was got yeah. to re. I I I can't. Mm-hmm. It's hard for my heart to handle these situations. Right. There was a girl, man. I, I who was it? Y'all remember? And she got up and testified with that man in the room. And I I need to go back because I think she struck a beautiful picture of I think what we're trying to accomplish with all this. Man, I need to figure that out where that is. <clears throat> she get. I, she's a believer. Right. And she 
Uh, that man wasn't going to come to his senses and get it right. right. There was no way. She, he he was, he's gone, man. Right. Like, that dude is, but man, she forgave. She, she But she also wasn't, she she called it exactly what it was. She called evil, evil, and she, she man, I, I need to pull that up. I thought, the point is, this is a hard conversation. Right. No, no matter what issue we're talking about. It is. When you see someone that you feel like strikes the perfect balance, because that's that's the tension is that you got people on no matter what the issue is, it's like you ditches. Right. Right. She came across in such a beautiful and powerful way. And what I loved about it was I felt like she loved mercy, but she also was willing to act justly. She wasn't caught. She wasn't like, hey, it's all good. I mean, dude, it was powerful because she she stood on the righteousness of God and what is good and right. That's right. And she made sure he knew that. Hmm. And and in a way that was just powerful. I gotta figure out who that was, and, and I think and, that's that's kind of like West. I mean, West got his way of like he talked about his way of 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 letting you know, like you know, coming around and looking for that justice. He didn't say it, but to me, that's kind of what exactly. she did. Yeah, you know, um, was just trying to, you know, you were, like you could tell that she just was. I, I feel like she was trying to get off that she, he was wrong. She she called evil evil, and then she. You know what I'm saying? She said what she had to say. But, and you could tell it was so freeing for her and and to do both of those things. And it's like you said, Wes, she she knew she couldn't control that man's actions. So like she mm -hmm. if if she would be a slave to that the rest of her life if if she was waiting on him to act on and do something right. That mm -hmm. man ain't doing nothing right. No. But she could control her actions. To your point, I mean, yeah. that's what I love about what you're saying is that your point is look, I can control me. My attitude, my response, how I treat people, how I look at people, how I love people or not. Like, I've got to evaluate all of that. I love it, man. It's mm -hmm. so good. Yeah. Man. Dog, thank you, man. Thank you for coming on here, bro. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. Man. It's fun, man. It's fun to listen to you share about it. Wow. Do you have man. any other thoughts as Anything. far as like any other uh, just about justice? Because, again, I think it is a big topic that you could, I mean, honestly, we could break down all the, I mean, you could start tackling those things, man. And it's, uh, mm -hmm. we could be more direct. Like what, okay. How, what is it? What does justice look like with this? Yeah. What does it look like with this? There's so many. I didn't even think about the lanes that he took. Oh he, man. He took like three different lanes. And I was like, Whoa, like every time he came in and out, I knew you were supposed to be on here, bro. I, I, I really, I think, and I hope what our listeners hear the thing you, you about the home, I don't even know if you like you said there's layers to it yeah. and and the layers that's what I was like all right, I'm about to take some notes here and you were like all right inside the home outside the home when something happens outside that impacts inside mm -hmm. man that's yeah, man. I think that's that's the wisdom of that is you're paying attention yeah. and you're watching and I think that's what mm -hmm. that's what wisdom says like you got to know yeah and you can't ignore it when there we've talked about that before Tarshawn if there's injustice happening am I am I just going to be passive Right. And just kind of act like, oh, this ain't my problem, so yeah. I'm good. Or are we willing to step up and do what's right and take a stand and act justly? Mm -hmm. I think that's the that's the thing, man. You want, you want to hear a secret about how I got those layers? <laughs> How's that? So this past Sunday, we went we we're finishing up the book of Colossians in our life groups, and uh, at the like eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one in chapter three, he talks about how wives submit to your husbands, husbands love your wives. Uh, Children obey your parents. Fathers be do not provoke your kids. And then he goes to bond servants, work whatever you do, work 
with all your might as you're serving the Lord, and then uh, masters, treat your bondservants just, you know, whatever. So he started off with the husband-wife relationship, parental relationship, and then the work relationship, and then, like, so it started in the home and then went outside. Mm. Man. And so one of the walk-away questions I asked them to think about throughout the week was, if a fly was on the wall at all times following you around, <laughs> what would it be writing? Because how I handle myself, <laughs> how I handle myself at home in my house when nobody's around, yeah, is going to come to a head when things happen outside of there. I got you, man. What? So, Tarshawn, how would you sum up this podcast? I got something in my brain, man. Okay, well, you know, you know what I'm. I'm gonna throw this at you real quick. Okay, come see on. what you guys think about <coughs> this. At the end of the day, what's really happening is God is just. We are not. Hmm. And I think that's to your point, Wes, about, I mean, sadly, even sometimes believe, believers have the ability to, but sometimes they don't, right? Yep. So that's, that's the command, hey, do this, act justly. But that's the truth, man. That's why this is a hard conversation, because we're not naturally just. That's not in our nature. Yeah, I think, it's I not. think the one thing I'm taking away from all this is exactly what you just said, that God is just. We are not. Also, um, I need to... I think I've said this on recent, like past podcasts, but uh, we just, I just need to believe that God's going to handle all that. And just, even when it gets unbearable, y'all, like some of this stuff I'm seeing yeah. is, is very tough to watch, yeah. man. And so, uh, even when it gets unbearable and I don't understand it and I get frustrated with it, I just need to, every day when I wake up, pick up my cross and keep walking. And when it gets time for me to speak, I speak of the good that God has done for me, and I also share the gospel with them yep. in any way that I can. Yep. Man. And just that's that's all I can do. Everything else, God controls. There's, I mean, as sad as sad as it is, God controlled every. He controls all things. Mm -hmm. All things. He knows yep. the beginning and the end. Yep. He knows everything that's going on. Yep. So mm -hmm. who am I to say? That ain't right, mm -hmm. right? When I've given my life to the person that controls all things. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. So not, yeah. that's, to me, mm -hmm. I shouldn't worry about that. And I, I say that, but it's it's I'm human. Well, right? and what, what I think the balance, so the, I guess I have a third part, and you help me see it. God is just we are not, but don't get it mixed up. Like, he's still actively... Even though it's broken and it won't be fixed until Jesus comes back, but but I'm saying that God is still present and working out justice through His people in small ways, and sometimes it's hard to see it, right? Yeah. And because of your point, there's a lot of evil people in the world who don't want to pay attention to justice and could care less about justice. They're wow. caring about a thousand other things. But the reality is, God is still at work, and mm -hmm. He's still using His people to display justice and bring light to injustices all over the globe. So every horrific thing we talk about, there God is at work in little ways in these situations. And sometimes we don't see it, Tarshawn. Right. I think that's hard. And and it, it is. And God sees, God knows. It is hard to swallow, man. I appreciate you saying it's hard for me to, to fathom some of these things. But mm -hmm. I'm thankful for this discussion that we have to talk about it. And I appreciate you guys coming on today, man. This has been fun. It really has, man. West, man. Appreciate you for coming, bro. Hey, thanks for having me. Man. Yes, man. Yeah. 
Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate it so much. Continue to share, like, and subscribe our podcast if you're enjoying it. And until next time, I'm DJ. I'm Tarshawn. We will talk to you guys later. Oh, I guess we should hit them with uh, until next time. We also want to encourage you to stay connected to one another. Yeah. Connected to church. Yeah. And to the God we love and serve. (laughs) Peace. God bless.